seated. I'll share with you a very short little spiritual contemplation on this parable. Jesus tells the parable about a, a, a master landowner who had a vineyard and he plants this vineyard um, and he, he does everything right for it. He sets a hedge around and this and that and then he leases it to some vine dressers and he goes off to a far country and he tells them that come vintage season, you know, send me some of the wine. So he sends servants to go get the wine and they disregard them. They this, they that. Then finally he sends his son and they kill him. Obviously this is prophetic of Christ. Um, in any event, um, he says, what will the master do? He says he will, he will t- you know, get, cast those vine dressers out and he will lease it to new vine dressers that what? What, what is it that he's looking for? He's looking for vine dressers who will give him the fruit in its season, right? He's not asking for the fruit out of season. He's asking for the fruit in its season, right? If we ask ourselves, you, you know, the, the classic interpretation of this, uh, of this gospel by a lot of the early church fathers is that the, the truth of God was entrusted to the people of Israel and they rejected they rejected Christ, and so it would then the gospel went to the Gentiles. That the Gentiles, like St. Paul says, might believe, and that, the, that the, 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 the Jews might be then convicted by the belief of the Gentiles, and that they might also believe, and that all might be saved together. In any event, what does this have anything to do with you and to do with me? Well, we could ask ourselves, you know, God has entrusted us with the faith. God has entrusted us with Himself, God has entrusted us with the divine mysteries, with His body and His blood. God has entrusted us with many things. What fruit is it that He's waiting to receive from us? Lest we be like those vine dressers that, that misappropriated and said it's mine, right? You know, like if you order something on Amazon or wherever and the delivery guy gets the package and then assumes that it's his own, that it belongs to him, there's going to be two people who are very angry with him, the shipper and the receiver, right? Because he was just supposed to be the delivery guy. So same thing, right? These guys are just supposed to be the vine dressers. They, they weren't supposed to be drinking the wine. They were supposed to be taking care of the vineyard, and then with their wages, they do whatever they want. So what about us? What's the fruit that God is waiting to receive? If we hear the words of St. John the Baptist early, early in the Gospels, he says, bear fruits of repentance, right? There's, there's only two things that God is waiting for from us, repentance and praise. And so, in this season of the church, you know, bearing its fruit in its season, the church is in a season of repentance. The church is in a season of returning to God. Repentance is not necessarily this moaning and groaning and and. and and misery no not at all it's simply a return to god it's simply seeing where is my has my life been a little bit misaligned where has my life gone a little bit off track maybe not so much maybe not so great maybe just something small maybe this maybe that maybe great things it doesn't matter nothing is great and small before god god is merciful and compassionate to all but the point is is that now is the season for repentance because the season for rejoicing and praise and joy is coming right so let us be in season let us not be like you know out of time you know if you've ever heard you know some some music or you know a live performance or something or people rehearsing and someone was off time you know someone was a little bit off tone it's kind of out of place and it makes the whole thing kind of seem a little funny 
right? A little odd, right? So let us be in season. The whole church is in a season of prayer and repentance. So let us also join the church. And this is the fruit that God is looking for. It's funny. It's like we, like we live in an upside-down kingdom, right? In, in this world, the strong are celebrated, the victorious, the rich, the this. But in the kingdom of heaven, it's, it's, it's the poor, it's the humbled, it's the, you know, and so the church is teaching us that we come to God and we tell Him, I am not worthy. And then God answers us and says, no, you are worthy. And then we tell Him, no, I'm not worthy. It's this, it's this kind of funny dance we do with Him. Even in the liturgy, the priest's hands are busy at this point towards the very end. But um, he says, if they weren't, he would, he would point. And he says, the holies for the holy. Like he's saying, these holy things for the holy people, right? And then we answer back, the pre and the people answer back and say, one is the all-holy Father, one is the all-holy... Don't call me holy, you are holy, Lord, right? And so, this is, this is the spirit of the church. This is the spirit that God, the church is trying, as the dear mother is trying to instill in us, that we come to God humbly in repentance, and He exalts us, as opposed to us coming, you know, beefing ourselves up, exalting ourselves up, and then finding ourselves in need to be humbled. May God give you and give me a true and genuine repentance from all of our hearts that it might bear fruits. And those, the, fruits of the, the, the fruits of repentance will be in our deeds, a change in our deeds and a change in our behaviors. Glory be to God forever. I've sinned. Forgive me, my fathers and mothers and brothers and sisters. Please pray for me.